This is Living Proof Radio, May 2024. All of our full episodes are available on our Patreon with weekly drops, a Patreon-only radio show, and Living Proof magazine delivered to your house every issue, as well as our entire members-only library backlog. Patreon.com slash Living Proof New York. So anyway, I went there for a year. I never got a job. I was fucking racking over there the whole time, and I was painting. Six months in, uh, I get busted, uh, and it was, like, really fucked, man. Like, the details of it, I really don't even want to get into because it just involves so many people. Um, so, yeah, so so one day, it's, like, a morning time, and we're going to paint. We're going to paint this yard, and um, and we get busted just before going in, and everyone's in work in uniforms, and, and it's fucked up. Uh, after that, the house gets raided from the raid. Uh, it's like central bookings here, you know, like we went to bookings and then, uh, we ended up go, oh, I ended up and one of my other co-defendants ended up going to jail at the, at that point, the third, um, had bailed out, which was, you know, my best friend. So we get, uh, so I get, I'm just going to talk from my perspective. Yeah. So I get locked up. I bail out like within a week or something like this. Um, and like just being like in jail for like those few days was like. Um, like an amazing experience to be honest you know um and i'll get back into that but yeah um so i bail out at the end of the of the week and basically from then on like to be honest i should have just stayed in jail if i would have really like at the time i was just panicking because i was locked up abroad like literally like the fucking tv show and i just I don't know. Like, I was just like, I just need to get out, you know? So I bailed out. But the bail conditions that I had were fucked. And, like, mentally, I super spiraled. Um, And I think, like, how we were just talking about, like, the whole socialization thing. I think it would have been better to stay in jail where I could have socialized. I came out from jail. And obviously, like, as, you know, you may be familiar with, it's like, if you catch a serious case, like, your friends, like... You're cancer. You know, nobody wants to get next to you. And that's how it was. So basically, like, it was just crazy, dude. Like, the whole case to resolve took about, like, six months of fighting it, you know, in and out of court. Uh, at some point, I was able to get, like, my bail conditions, like, reformed. And I, like, moved out of the state. That's how I ended up in the rainforest. Because um, I just, like, if basically if I, like, moved out of the state, I could, like, get out of these, like, crazy bail conditions. Like, I had a curfew. I was on basically house arrest for 13 hours of the day. Uh, and they would literally come check in my house, like, knock on my door all hours of the night. It was super psychological, like, warfare type shit. Um, I had to go check in at the police station like twice a week. Uh, all my shit got fucking seized in this raid, you know, um, I had to get a new phone, a new SIM. And it's like, it's not here. I can't just go into T-Mobile like that is such a mission. Like, oh yeah, it was crazy, man. So the fucked up part about all this was like, you know, uh, in the midst of like all this raid, my best friend just so happens that my best friend came to visit me from New York and uh, she came to visit me and she has nothing to do with anything. And she got, because she was in the house while, you know, we all got raided and stuff. And obviously, I mean, they were able to connect her 
to at least that we were about to enter the yard. Um, you know, she ended up sitting in jail for four months because she wasn't able to bail out due to like some bureaucratic shit. Um, and I think like the most amazing thing about it is that um, the kind of like the most fucked up part about it was that she didn't have anything to do with anything. And, uh, you know, she was offered an opportunity to, um, you know, they said, like, in the beginning, when when she first was locked up, they were like, yeah, hey, like, we'll, we'll let you go and we'll send you back home uh, if you just give up your friend. And she didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and she sat for four months. And um, I guess it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a lot for me, you know, like that part, because... Um, that's my best friend. And, yeah, yeah. like, I feel like just by, like, associating with me, like, I got her into, like, some shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also, like, the actual show of friendship and loyalty was just, like, something. I didn't even expect that, you know? Um, so probably, like, that was, like, just one of the hardest things about um, all of that. Uh, in the end, uh, after six months... We, uh, I mean, the case went pretty terribly, pretty much like I shouldn't have even bothered fighting it. Um, Australia is like really intense with how they, like they knew everything, everything, everything. Uh, All my like side words, because they they all connected everything to cell phone pings, you know? Cell phone what? Cell phone pings, like when your phone like pings on the tower and like you could, it'll. That's crazy. It like shows where you are and. Yeah, it was just crazy. Um, I mean, like, now it's, like, it now it's totally, like, par for the course. It's, like, totally standard. But at the time, it just... And also, too, like, I was, like, on holiday. Like, it was just, like, a joke to me. that Like, you know what I mean? I didn't care. Um, or I wasn't... I wasn't... Not that I didn't care, but I wasn't so concerned. Um, but they knew everything. You know, they knew all the side names. They knew uh the cars that we drove to get there because also this like cctv shit like as we were talking about like with london um yeah it it was really intense um and just like coming from new york and like here they don't really have like the same finances to investigate things you know so seeing like what it is when someone really throws the book at you like that um that was humbling for sure um yeah, I paid, like, a bunch of money in restitution because at the time, like, as I said, I was like, I'm never going back home. So even though everything was fucked up there, I was still, like, I'm still not going back home. Like, I have to make it, I have to figure it out here, you know? Um, so I was just kind of, like, hell-bent on trying to, like, maybe by chance they renew my visa. But uh, by the case, like by the time everything, uh, you know, occurred, my my case had closed and my visa was expiring. They were like, yeah, hell no. Actually, like, your visa's canceled and you have seven days to, like, get the fuck out. Um, so I am banned from Australia, uh, sadly. Uh, I feel like in retrospect, it would have been cool to, like, do more nature stuff. I was so just, like, focused on, like, getting money and painting and eating good food. <laughs> um you know, that I think there there's so much cool, like, the real reasons why people go to Australia, like, to go to the Outback and things like that. Like, I never really did stuff like that. But I saw, like, I went to Perth, and a lot of Australians themselves don't even go to Perth. It's actually one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in the world. 